With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Can you find your way back home? Can you 
how I hate it when late I'm not saying you won't ever see my face again That will be, I can tell you how a reason when I don't want to come off like I'm being so self-righteous Girl, to me, we both got something truly priceless I'm afraid that from here, girl, I'll have to go alone I'm still looking for someone that I can call home Baby, can I find my way? Michael Ayers is a singer, songwriter, producer from St. Mary Parish, Louisiana, who has crafted a sound that he affectionately calls open. Ayers states that, I get tired of hearing songs that are so full of production and sounds for the sake of having sounds on the track that you can barely even hear the singer that the song is supposed to be for. Back in the day, every instrument was just another way to tell the story, another part that added to the whole composition. Ayers further states that music is the framework, the artist is the canvas. Michael Ayers has been a writer and producer of his own music since the age of 15. Many have described him as a true homage to great soul singers from the past, as well as a sure sign of the future. One listen to him, whether live or on MP3, leaves no mistaking how passionate he is about his music. According to Michael, he brings to his listeners' attention that To be honest, music hasn't become lucrative for me yet. My studio is a MacBook Pro, recording software, a USB mic, and a closet near you. So yes, technologically, I'm limited. But nevertheless, I pour my heart into every square inch of what I do, while not worrying about what I don't. Music is about passion, not science. Words of wisdom from a true music pioneer. Michael Ayers, welcome back to Turn It Up. Going, guy, and I have to apologize for the technical difficulties. We are on a holiday, but apparently everybody in support at Blog Talk Radio has the day off. So (laughs) technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. I have to explain what happened. This just happened to be a time, I guess. Skype decided to go ahead and upgrade some software, and there was nobody there to address it. So I was uh, left out in the yeah. cold. But, hey, well, I'm glad to have you anyway, and uh, we're still waiting for the Leo to get the word that everything is back on track. And we'll we'll cut cut all this um, out for the, the podcast version, and we'll go ahead and clean that up and get everything back on. We were just yes. playing for Find Your Way Back Home, and we'll probably reinsert that back in as well. But, man, so what have you been up to? Well, man, it's been a, a whole lot of different stuff. Um, I've been doing, um, uh, I've been blessed enough to have my band and I. We've been doing more shows here in Atlanta, Georgia. Not as many as I'd like, but we've been getting a good bit more. Um, I've been, you know, of course, writing and producing and, and recording on a regular basis. Um, I'm officially um, endorsed by Blue Microphones now because I'm, I'm an avid user of their uh USB microphone, uh, the Yeti, and as a matter of fact, I record on the Yeti Pro now, and when they hear what I do with a USB <laughs> mic, they're so surprised that wow. you do all of that just on that, and I'm like, well, yeah, I do, so 
you know, it's cool to have them on board what I'm doing. Still signed to Atlantic. Unfortunately, there's been next to no traction that's happened with them. The stuff I've talked about the last time I was blessed enough to be on your show, um, you know, they they recently put out the single mind tonight with myself and Robin Thicke. Um, it wasn't listed as a feature, and they they put it out there. I didn't even know they put it out there. It was from a friend oh, of really? mine. Wow. Yeah, it was from a friend of mine who does blogging for um for Soul Train um dot com. As a matter of fact, he's a, a former contestant who participated in the contest with me. He just happens to have to look for what's new and what's coming out. And I was in the new and notable section of the iTunes. Um, for the R&B section And he was like Yo you knew you was there I was like hell no It had been out for like A week and a half by then You know A week and a wow. half by then man Wow so, Yeah they, they, they No one No one told me I don't get phone calls From Atlantic They don't talk to me I don't know What's going on With that whole situation But it's all good though I've been making some leeway I've been doing some Vocal coaching For a few artists On uh, Universal Motown On Def Jam As a matter of fact um, So some things Are opening up with that but as far as my own musical career, I've been writing and recording and producing, trying to get something out there, and it's been increasingly difficult. Um, as a matter of fact, my latest uh, single, I Am the 99, was not even a single, it's just a song that I made in honor of the uh, Occupy Wall Street movement and all of what it's doing around the world. It's been gaining a little bit of traction on YouTube, but as mm-hmm. you know, I have no team. It's just me by myself and you know, it's hard to, to make stuff go viral when you're not paying for it and when you don't have ways to have it constantly promoted through people that, are, you know, are connected within the industry. So it's been it's been slow going. i got to be real. It's been tough, man. Well, well, on the marketing side of that, anyway, I, I, I will have a solution for you for that in the, the very near future. So we'll definitely talk about that a little later. But, you know, it's funny you mentioned the Blue Yeti. That's the microphone I've been using for over a year now. And yeah, I, man. And I love it, man. I love it because, you oh, know, and, and the way it switches, too, um, from corduroy to um, stereo and to, to wide. Bidirectional um, I, and omnidirectional yeah. and everything. You have the Pro yet? No, no, I don't need Dude. the Pro. No, well, what? no, you do. You, you do. The Pro, 16-bit <laughs> to 24-bit is a huge world of difference when it really? comes down to sound. I mean, I, I'm, it's more for me more for me on the mixing side of things because mm-hmm. uh, as an audiophile, you know, having to, to mix and master and do all of this work. It's a huge difference between those older songs that you have versus the ones that I have now, mix-wise. The vocals sit a certain way. Plus, it's 24-bit. Mm-hmm. It's up to 196 kilohertz, which is four times the clarity of CD. And it's an mm-hmm. instant noticeable difference. I mean, trust really? me, you would notice now, all, man. <laughs> have, you used, have you used them both? Yeah, I have. As a matter of fact, on mm-hmm. I Am The 99, that's the only uh, song recorded with uh, the actual Yeti Pro. That I did. I see. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. I'm, I'm the 99 is what I did the Yeti Pro on. The others um, was a combination. Um, depending on certain recordings, I was in a studio with a Newman U87, and then there were some other ones where I was on the actual Yeti by itself. But mm-hmm. you know, the Yeti Pro, I swear by it, man. I don't even touch yeah. the old Yeti because it's wow. it's a whole different ballpark, man. Well, I bought the Yeti as soon as it came out. I've been using blue microphones for a while, so this is yeah. what has been my standby. But um, yeah, I might look into that. Dude, yeah. the pro is a dude. The pro is a whole different ballpark. You'll instantly be so glad that you got it. You'll be so glad. <laughs> well, that's that's good news. And I'm a a techno geek anyway, so it's always good hey. to know and to share what what really works out there. And it's amazing the clarity and the sound that you can get from just a USB connection, which is all digital, by the way. So yeah. don't sleep and on that's that. A, that's another thing with the Yeti Pro. I hate to stop you, but it also runs out. No. 
run digital, but it also can run analog through the LXR. I mean, yeah. XLR input right. and output on it. So and you that take was the main reason why well, I, I didn't look into it because I don't need the XLR. And I thought that that was the only difference in the two mics is one had oh, a, no. another option. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. The big clarity and the and the, and the kilohertz clarity is just it's on a, it's on a whole different level. If you got the computer power to push it. Oh, definitely, man. You got to get one. Got oh, well, yeah. I've got that HP with um, with um, Beats Audio built in. The you, touch- got a, you, you got a Mac, man? No, no. I got the HP. Oh, the touch come screen. on, man. Yeah, you got man. You got to be a Mac head, man. Come no, on, you man. know, there's some certain things that I do that I can't go to Mac just yet. And, and I will talk about that later as well. And this is the reason why I chose the Asus over the um, iPad Touch and it's um it's working really well for me, really well. I had an, I had an Asus as a gaming laptop back in the day. Uh, oh, okay. P seven three i, but man, you see, this is all that geek techno babble that people ain't trying to hear. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what this show is all about. This is part of it, and this is the great filler that we'll be able to add in. And I see the Leo has chimed in, man. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, I was telling um Michael Ayers and say hello to Michael. What's going on, uh, Mike? How's, how's it going, good. man? Good to have you back. Hey, what's going on with you, brother? I'm good, man. Glad to be back somewhere where I want it for a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's no been bent a little bit about um, some of his, his, um, you know, record company woes. But, you know, this is all about trying to get past that anyway. This show, Turn It Up, is about independent artists just taking the reins and, and doing everything that they can do for themselves, by themselves, and, and right. just not letting anybody else tell them, what needs to be done and what time it needs to be done, you know, just getting out there and doing it, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. The great, the great thing is, is that, you know, I'm, I'm a person that does the self, and I mean, I'm always, you know, up on the best, you know, latest plug-in software, synth-wise, you know. So I'm hmm. always doing what I need to do to be able to mix my own product, to be able to record it, to be able to master it, to be able to when it comes to film, I can shoot my own stuff, edit it post-produce it, just like even with the video for I Am the 99 and any other videos I've posted with the soap opera. I did those all myself, you know. And so for mm-hmm. me, doing for myself, I'm doing that already. It's just a matter of having a team. And because and, people don't understand, by yourself, literally, when they say you're independent, does not literally mean that you are by yourself. Even Eric Robeson, who I had the pleasure of speaking with not too long ago, um, he's one of the most successful independent quote-unquote artists on the, in the game, and he he does everything himself, everything from creation to you know pressing up the disc and, and sending them out to stores to direct connection to everything. But he has a team, and he stresses that that he has a team of folks from his PR to his publicist to down to folks that are pressing up the disc that are working you know tirelessly to be able to make this thing come together. No one does it completely by themselves. No one. And I am right. doing it by myself, and I don't want to do it by myself. Well, yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk offline with some ideas as well to, to get yourself at least a starter team together to be able to help you out with some of these things. The other problem is is when you have a team, you got to trust those folks, and that's the most difficult yeah. part. You yeah, know? exactly, exactly. Yeah. I got management and a lawyer who I do, but anybody else, I mean, I, I haven't, you know, just to be able to have the opportunity to have someone to trust would be even greater, you know, because that's the thing. Um, you're reaching out to folks, trying to get at them through every means you can possibly figure, whether it's from Twitter or connect to a connect or via Facebook. A lot of folks don't entertain you unless you already have a, a buzz. And the thing is, is that building that buzz on your own completely by yourself is super, 
super difficult. And people hear from me that, well, you're signed with a major. Like, they're not doing such and such. It's like, no. The labels, the majors nowadays, they don't do any of that work uh, until you've, you've already got the numbers, until you've become the name that, okay, yeah, we can get behind this. But they're not really putting the machine to work for artists on my level yet at all, period. So it's right. It's like throwing a pebble at a brick wall, man. It's like you ain't even making a dent. That's how it feels. And that's and it's mm-hmm. very you know, that I have other opportunities with the vocal coaching and, and other possibilities with writing outside of things. But man has it been difficult. Oof. I mean I I'm you catching me, I I I, I BS you not, I shit you not. I'm I'm talking right now about going back to work offshore the full time and leaving the music game behind completely because that's that's where I'm at with that's how tough and how rough it's been this past two years. It's been so financially and, and draining and difficult. I mean, I could tell you some stories, man. I really could. Wow. And I'm a fine artist that can tell you these these stories still, you know. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So, Have you been able to connect with some people that are being successful in their own uh, marketing as far as using things like MySpace, Reverb Nation, and, um, you know, well, I've, I've talked with a couple. You know, the, the funny thing is, is that MySpace and Reverb Nation have done nothing for me. It's like nothing. I mean, I've I've posted stuff on 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 the pages. I don't even know the name of the pages anymore. It's been, you know, I haven't mm-hmm. been on the monitoring. It's like there's been no activity. It's almost like there's no interest in the music. And I I know a lot of artists would get up and they would pretend that oh we doing this that and the other. It's almost like there's no interest in what I'm doing. It's like, and I get numbers, but I don't get numbers like that. And it's, I've, 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 I've talked with folks like Avery Sunshine. You know, she was a good friend of mine. Uh, she's doing it on a on a bigger independent level, but she has a team. And the, the whole thing from her to Winston Warrior that I'm, uh, that I'm, I talk with to even like I said, the Eric Robeson to that extreme. Everyone who I've spoken with, they all say the same thing: you've got to have a team. And I don't have a team, and I'm yeah. trying to get a team. And I don't. And you know, even Jordan, even Jordan had a team. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, man. Even Jordan had, had a team. team. Jordan had a team. Uh, you, every star player is has a team. You hit it right on the head. But Mike, this right. is what they you can't go out there by themselves and run back, throw it, and catch it. <laughs> I mean, even 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 Mike Tyson had a custom model, and then he had his cut man in the corner, and then he's got his trainer trainer, where you know, a dietitian. I mean, no person does it by themselves. Nobody, man. But, but Mike, let's tell you what you need to find. You need to find someone else that does have a team that is successful, because this is the new model of today's record company. Is someone that is making it, but wants to expand their um their um their company by helping other people to do the same thing that they're doing successfully. So then you can look at a, a a program that's already in place that's working for someone and then you can compare yourself to that one. Maybe it's a totally different genre. But then you can do the same things, use the same team and you guys can make money together. You know? And this is what has to happen. You guys have to think beyond the me, 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 and it's hard to do that when you're an independent artist because your struggle has been just you for so long. But this is what you have to do. You have to get out there and you have to share resources, and that's what it's all about. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and that's and that in effect has been what we've been doing. You know, I mean, what mm-hmm. I, I say we, but what I've been doing has been getting out there. You know, with performing, with networking, with you know, that's always been what we've done out here, and it's been difficult. I mean. 
Atlanta, I don't know what's happened to it. It used to be a hotbed for a lot of independent artists to be able to click up and to be able to, you know, join forces like the Justice League, for a better term, but, you know, <laughs> lack of a better term. But, I mean, the R&B game, the soul game, anything dealing with, with that uh, is, is not hitting. It's either hip-hop or it's pop, and getting into either one of those arenas is like teeth. I mean, um, I'm not a rap guy. I mean, I can write for yeah. pop and produce for right. it, but it's it's difficult, man. Would, I mean, would, I, would you go ahead and rap? sing a hook? Would you sing a hook for a rapper? Oh, man, that's all I do. I, yeah, I, produce, okay. tracks for him. I produce tracks for him. I mean, that's that's I, I, I send the, the, the tracks in with hooks. Man, I love collabing, period. That's that's how I was that's trained awesome. back in the day. Mm-hmm. I love collabing, period. I don't care who. I mean, it could be country and western. It could be, I don't care. I, I, I love music collabing. Music is infinite. Music is yeah, infinite. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. There's there's no limit to what you can do. There's no limit to where you can go. And for me, I don't limit myself by just a certain style. I do everything. I do all types. And I just love collabing with people, man. Anything to get the the, the name out there. Like Lil Wayne said in the Vibe Magazine interview recently, this competition thing, cats ain't competing like they used to, man, because right. we're just glad to be doing music. That, that competition stuff is for the old guys. We ain't trying to compete. We're just trying to get out here and spread music and make money. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. We ain't about all that other competition stuff. I, I love to collab with whoever, whoever, man. It don't matter. Wow. Well, it's about time now that we give um, everybody a taste of your music, man. And um, hey. I, I, I want to talk a little bit about I Am The 99 after this track because I want to just hold it back for a minute. But I'm very impressed with it, man. Very impressed Thanks, because man. It's, it's not just um, – a timely track, but um, you thought this thing through. You, you talk <laughs> about some things and, and you put it down, you know. So for some of the folks that are committed and some of the folks that really don't know what's going on, um, you, you really put it out there for them, something to really exactly. um, think about and understand what your role is and whether or not you can afford to sit back and just watch this thing unfold on its own. So, yeah, man, uh, I, I was very impressed with that. Thanks, man. I'm 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 very uh, humbled by that. I'm, I'm hoping that you got the chance to see the video on YouTube. Um, you know, it's gotten a little bit of traction. You know, we we've gotten mm-hmm. like a little bit over 1,200 views, like a week. It's not much, but I mean, it's more mm-hmm. than what I've ever had before. But you know, mm-hmm. I've had message boarders and bloggers um, get on it, and they've they've loved it. It's just a matter of the, of the message spreading enough. And I think that people really need to understand it's not just a group of, you know, a few crazed people who are out there doing something because it affects them. It affects all of us. We are all a part of this, and this is the reasons why. You know, I felt like they needed to have a point of view that was universal where people can understand, look, it's not them, it's us, and we're all a part of it, whether we're on the streets every day in the protest or not. These folks are representing for us, and we're all in this together. And I'm, I'm glad that you that you identified something. If you identify with it, then that means you are the 99. Oh, I can't help it. I didn't have a choice in that. <laughs> you know, and, and that's that's the whole thing. It's not like we, we elected this. This is what happened. And yes, it's sir. a transition that's been going on ever since that first bailout, you know. Yes, this sir. economy yes, has sir. been going crazy, and we've been not looking after the folks who are in need. And we've been slowly walking away from uh, the poor, the elderly, and anyone else who would um, themselves as middle class. I mean, yes, the middle class, there's a war in the middle class right now. And the, a lot of people just don't see because until you're affected or someone close to you, you don't think it's going to get to you. 
and you feel okay. that you're you're comfortable. But you know, okay. most people that are out there now are really only two paychecks away from losing everything they've got. Man, everything. brother, you, you preaching you preaching to the choir, preaching to the choir, and that's something yeah. that I think that everybody needs to realize is that no one is safe. Every, everything is at stake. I, I, I'll, that's taken from Batman Arkham City, a game that I love. I'm a gamer. But uh, that, was part of the, that was a part of the slogan is that um, no right. one is safe. Everything is at stake. And that's the case with this. You know, granted, this isn't the first time that we've seen, you know, uprisings like this because they had them on a much grander level, you know, doing the, uh, you know, civil rights movements, doing, you know, the Vietnam War, of course. But it all strikes the same chord that, you know, okay, enough is enough. We we reached the point where okay we there has to be there has to be a peak limit and I know I'm speaking with Leo he and he understands this with his recording yeah. you know there's got to be that peak limit that says okay this is the brick wall we can't go no higher than this unless we got distortion so this is as far as it goes otherwise we're gonna have a problem and that that's the case with this man we have to realize that it's not them it's that the them is the one percent that are are thriving. And at the, at the gap has gotten bigger for the us is the 99% of us that don't have and that, like you said, worn in the middle class, the middle and the lower class. And I heard someone in the argument say, well, Americans are the only ones to blame for America's problems. And I believe that's ludicrous. Yes, there's a lot of things that we are responsible for, but we are not solely responsible as American people and the public and the general populace. There's a lot of things that are going on that people are not aware of and haven't been aware of that they're just starting to wake up to. And if if this song can help lend to that movement, then hey, that means that I'm doing something right. So I'm I'm glad that you uh I'm glad that you found something in it that you were impressed by and I hope that you can help spread the word on it. Yeah, you know, I, I try my best to hold it back, but now with all we've said, I, I guess I have to play it now. <laughs> yeah, you got to man. I'm, I'm weak. I'm, I'm off the water <laughs> there it is, man. There it is. But yo, play it, bro. Play it, bro. Let okay. the people hear. Right, and just tell us a little bit about your inspiration because you put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, it's very well written. So you know, this isn't something you just came up with overnight. I'm sure. So tell well, us a little actually, bit about. Well, I, I produced it and I did it all in all in one morning, in one one evening, I should say. But um, I sat up and I uh, and I wrote it the, the previous night, and um, you really, know, it, it was. Yeah, I did. I wrote it the night before. I woke up the next day, and I recorded it, mixed it, finalized, mastered it, everything that day. And it took me a couple of hours to do it, but I'm I'm pretty fast when it comes to recording. But, wow. Um, I was, um, you know, with this particular song, I was just thinking because they they have a song by Tom Morello called Solidarity, which uh, was they, they kind of like picked to be the quote unquote anthem in Rolling Stone for it and I noticed on different message boards they had different people who had posted different songs as responses and some folks would be like, Well we already have one song I'm like, Well wait a minute. During the civil rights movement, if I may quote it again not quote it but reference it again, they had your people get ready from Curtis Mayfield, they had your What's Going On Marvin Gaye, they had your Bob Dylan, your Beatles, John Lennon, they had so many different points of view and so many different sounds that struck a chord of balance with so many others. And I feel like one thing that might make a difference, as 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 blase as it might sound, one thing that might keep a lot of of because if you notice with the, a lot of the protesting, there's not a lot of African Americans, there's not a lot of our Latino brothers and sisters out there, um, and that might lead some people to uh, think that it's a disconnect. Oh well, it's only them. Well, I felt like, well, why aren't there more artists 
that are speaking to what's going on? Why aren't there more artists that are actually, you know, lending their voices to this type of thing? And I just felt like they got rock artists, they've got country artists, they've got folk artists of all kinds that are getting involved, but we're not. And I'm like, that's that that really, that kind of like didn't anger me, but it just it really touched the core with me and made me feel like, okay, well, someone's got to say something from our, from this point of view. And I'm like, well, I just I, I just started coming. The, the words just started coming. And from there, I just, you know, the song took its own shape. There's some songs that you, you, you get out the way of, and, and God just says, okay, we'll write this and do this. And, right. I wasn't looking to, and I wasn't looking to do that type of song at the time, but it mm-hmm. just came about. And, you right. know, it is what it is, man. You know, and, and all I can say is, Mike, look, man, you really ought to think about what you put into that and your focus and, and where you drew from to get this because, I mean, this is good stuff, man. And um, I think you ought to do more songs like this if you can. I don't know if you think that that's your, your thing, your genre, but I think you would at least explore that more often. You know, I've heard that, man. And some people have said that they said that you never created anything that really struck a balance with me or some folks that were, you know, very critical of everything that I've done in a good way and bad way, when I put this out, they were like, best song you ever did. That's all they ever said. They really just, it's been nothing but positive. I've had maybe a couple of negative comments from folks that are on the other side of things, but everyone has agreed that they thought that this was some of the best work. So maybe maybe this is maybe this is a direction that needs to be gone, because I feel like there's a huge void, you know, of it in the marketplace, man. I feel like there's an Eminem said it himself. He said that uh, they asked him about, and I know I'm being long-winded, but he said um, they asked him, "Well, you have so many different, you know, sides of yourself. I mean, do you think you're crazy?" And he said, "Well, I don't think I'm the crazy one." He said, "If you find one person who's one way all the time, then they're crazy." And it's like, <laughs> you know, in this in, in this industry, they want us to portray only one persona, like right. you have to be hood, and you can't be nothing else. You have mm-hmm. to be sensitive. You can't be nothing else. You have to be a sex machine and nothing else. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Back in the day, you had James Brown being politically active, and he was a sex machine, and he was, please, please, please. Then you had Marvin Gaye, let's get it on, sexual healing, distant lover, to what's going on and make me want to holler. Curtis Mayfield from Superfly to uh, Freddie's Dead to uh, Give Me Your Love to Choice of Colors. I mean, we are more than just one side. No human being is only one-sided. And I feel like it's ridiculous that we as entertainers, in particular African-American, I'll say that, that we only have to portray one persona, that we only have to be one way. And it makes us seem very one-dimensional. How can you argue against people and critics saying that you're one-dimensional if you're only allowed to show or if you're only voluntarily showing one side of yourself? To me, there is no lane. Show that you care about these things. Show that you're a human being and that you're part of this community. I mean, maybe some can't. But at least show that you've been there, you've done that, that you that you are sensitive to it. Something you're yeah. tangible. <laughs> you got to be tangible. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I mean, as much as what like with Kanye West and, and Russell Simmons went out to the um, the actual protest just to go out there and show support. You know, a lot of the people were booing them because they're like, "Yo, you're the one percent. You're not the ninety-nine. But wait a minute, I was the ninety-nine before I made it. And right. made yeah, it. I, there you go. I, Therapy work out the ass. I'm constantly involved in the community about empowerment and improvement. I mean, I know exactly what it is to come from this, and I'm stepping out and showing support on this. 
And I'm I'm just surprised that there weren't so many more of us as entertainers, excuse me, um, that that decided to speak about something. I mean, even if it's not the Occupy Wall Street movement, struggle has always been prevalent in our industry. I mean, not our industry, in our world. And if you notice, before the era of gangster rap, when we had the socially black uh, conscious form of hip-hop that was around, you know, that was about the last of, and, and public enemy. And that was about even NWA to some extent, I mean, in, in a major extent, that we – we we were more involved and it was more of an empowerment besides there was a balance. We could party and have a good time but we still spoke to the issues. That was like the last mass movement of African American entertainers like really showing some form of okay, awareness or trying to let awareness. people know or being imp- empowered or informed. We ain't had that sense on a mass level, man. You know? And it, it's it's disheartening to me. It's like, are you serious? Like, so we don't we don't struggle for nothing no more. So we don't feel none of this. We progress to the point where all we want to do is just, good now. <laughs> yeah, we all good, and we want to get laid Everybody and get good. paid, and that's it. And, and right, right. And, you, and everyone wants to make it and look past it and not look back. Man, Why? that's it's, it's grossly that's crazy. it's that's gross here in in Atlanta. I mean, my brother in law teaches in the Atlantic public school system, and the stories that he comes back with, as far as how bad it is. In the, in the school system, I mean, it's it's crazy. I've got friends of mine that are teachers that are saying the same thing. Yo, these schools are really, and these neighborhoods where I live, come on, we see it in our neighborhoods every day that it's still out here. But we as entertainers don't speak to none of that shit. Even when we get to the point, as far as it might go, is if we go on Bill Maher and where we got an album to promote at the time, and he invites us as a guest. But that's not being politically and socially conscious. That's only one part of it, you know. Put wow, Mike. Uh, I see we got you riled up, man, but we're going to have to you go did. ahead and play this track. I'm sorry, man. You're right, though. You're right, though. And uh, yeah. go ahead and intro it for me. I am the 99, and we'll go right into it. I am the 99. All I can say is um, if you feel it, then you are part of it, uh, and you are the 99. If you don't feel it, well, this ain't for you. But uh, I am the 99. Just uh, listen to it and feel it. I am the 99, and I'm not the only one. We've come to occupy, and we ain't leaving till we've won. I am the 99. I'm not the only one We've come to occupy And we ain't leaving till we won So many people starve Ain't got no food to eat So many unemployed The jobs are overseas Made in the USA It's just a metaphor The proof is written in the fabric That we import Politicians sold us out To the highest bidders Teachers nowadays are just somebody's babysitters We can't afford the books, but we can pay for war If we ain't got no future, what the hell we fighting for? So how am I supposed to teach my babies When I don't push a Bentley or Mercedes And everywhere they look they see their crime pays But an honest living ain't worth nothing nowadays These corporate mobs are so safe and honest we should tell them truthfully they're liars Cause if we number up they can't deny us So we gon' start a revolution fire I am the 99 And I'm not the only one We've come to occupy 
they would think that, okay, well, it's just a way that for you to, you know, self-promote or anything, and it's nothing of the sort. I mean, this isn't connected to the record label at all. The only thing they have a connection to me through is the single, uh, Mine Tonight, which they're not even pushing. So all of the music that I make, this song included, is all, you know, on my own time, my own studio at the house, and me just putting it out there for people to hear. I'm not selling it. I'm just putting it out there for free for people to hear to just at least spread the word on what this movement is about. And if, even if you don't, even if you don't believe in the movement, even if you like the whole Occupy movement, it, it needs to be done this way, it needs to be done that way, you can still listen to the, the lyrics and identify with the fact that this is what it represents and this is where we all, as the 99 percentile, are at in our lives. And, you know, we need to wake up to it, man. So, I mean... Spreading the word on it really does wonders for it. So please, you know, post it on, on your pages, on your message boards. Uh, tell people about it because I'm really trying to get folks in on it, man. I really am. Yeah. The industry in general needs to hear more songs like that, just with that positive, some kind of positivity or just or, or some kind of just, you know what I'm saying, showing some type of of, of, of awareness and, and presence of, you know, of what's going on and not being constantly wrapped up in the everyday, you know what I'm saying? But that's, yeah, the, problem, man. Stuff, but that's you know. the problem, LC. What happens is, is you divide the lines there, and the record industry does not want to hear a song like that no, because they no. don't want to take a risk. They don't want to take a chance. They want to say, I don't know, will this movement be popular? Will this thing latch on? Will it die and the song die with it? They don't want to take the chance. Mm-hmm. you know. No. But the whole thing is, is it's not about that. It's about the message. It's about the artist itself and creativity, and that message is powerful, man. That That is worth it, man. It's timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I I appreciate you seeing it that way, man, because that's that's the whole thing I was trying to communicate. And and in this industry nowadays, in particular, it's really all about self. It's become very, um, you know, just about me, 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 I, I, my people, my crew, what we doing, what y'all not doing, right. you know. Right. And and the culture has changed. It used to be all inclusive. Say aloud, I'm black and I'm proud. We all in right. this together. Exactly. You know, people get, get ready. There's a change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they, well, they did. They did, right, they right. did. But at the same time, you know, the same time we having a party and we doing our thing, there's still all this social and injustice that's going on in this world that I, as, a, as an entertainer, have a platform and a responsibility to be able to speak to these things. And a lot of entertainers, right. they get it twisted. Let me do a, uh, a charity as a tax write-off. Let me put my name and my face on this and, oh, I'm doing my part. No, you're not because music what got you there, obviously, by the people who got you there and support you, that's your most powerful tool. Not just your face, not just your name, your craft that you use to get there is your most powerful form. Music is a powerful, powerful tool. And what yeah. better way to be able to reach the masses and speak about things than through what got you there in the first place? That's like a talk show host okay. uh, having a talk show and not using that talk show as, as a platform to be able to speak to Bigger things. I know it was Mike, uh, Michael Basden who said um, whenever he got involved in the whole, um, uh, what was it, the thing with the with the boys in Louisiana? Genesis. I'm forgetting the Genesis. yeah, the Genesis. Six. He said before that whole situation, he said my show was this one kind of show. We talked about relationship issues and all that. He says, but when this came about, we had to get involved in it, and from there, my whole show and my whole platform really changed, and it really did. You know, it got more about the community and more about us and uplifting and empowerment than the whole mentoring thing came about. You owe it to your audience. You know, you have a responsibility to be able to at least find time 
just one song, one song. Come on, man. We are we are the world. We've we've, we've had. You can only redo that one time. There's only so many times that we can speak to that. I mean, and there's other artists who are doing it, like a Frank Ocean. And I know you're familiar with Frank Ocean. He has this song called "We All Try." Amazing song, amazing song. And I mean, he's he's one of 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 a few of us, but it needs to be more of the bigger artists, the marquee artists, your Ushers, your Drakes, your Wayne. Right. I mean, exactly. you got to have, yeah, yeah, that level who are doing it. I mean, hell, that's that's why um, uh, Lady Gaga is winning in some respects because even though she parties hard and everything, she takes the time to speak up about, you know, the whole don't ask, don't tell thing from the military, the bullying campaign, the way she did. I mean, it might just be for um, a marketing sense. Who knows? But at least she's speaking about it. At least she's saying something about it. You know, the gay culture and the fact that she takes a strong stance on it, it's important that you get involved in things in your community so people can connect the dots that you're a human being, that you care about what your audience is going through. Otherwise, Come on, man. It's just about you. It's just about uh, about yourself. That's it. You've got to be involved in your community, man. Not only that, but you're the eyes and ears for some people, too. And you, you might be yeah. putting them up on knowledge that, you know, they could have ran right into running right out in the street in front of a moving car, and, and you could have been the one to move them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. You never and, know. It's guys, because I, everything's party, party, you know? Hey guys, yeah, I just yeah. want to let you know we're getting ready to get to that point um, that we I've added another thirty minutes to the show, and Mike, you can't uh, hang in there, right? Oh yeah, I'm, I ain't okay. going now. Okay, and um, you know it may um, you know fade out for a second. So what I'm going to do is try to play the track right over that point where I think it might transition, and um, so um, just listen for me to cut in, just to make sure we make a smooth transition. We got about 31 seconds left though. And um, I just saw on Facebook that um, one of my favorite um, spoken word artists, Nia, may be calling in. So um, hopefully wow. we'll be able to get her online, too, for that next half hour and talk with her a little bit and see what her opinion is. And um, what we'll do is, um, you know, Mike, I wanted to transition to some of the uh, the other music, but I'm not sure we're going to get there. Um, but man, <laughs> this is a powerful subject, man. This is a powerful, powerful subject, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. But one of the things but, I did... But don't get twisted, though. Don't get it twisted, though. Love is definitely, mm-hmm. you know, necessary for the for the movement and necessary for us to grow as a people. Love is the only thing that can save us all. So if we're talking about love and relationships, that's right there. That's being socially conscious as well, man. Nothing <laughs> uh, derogatory at right, all in this, right. this outfit. So, hey, man, please, right. you know, if you want to transition, do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, I will. But, uh, again, I have that caller coming in, so we just may hold it up for a minute. And I'm just going to... Um, I'm going to find a, another track, and we'll do something by the Leo just to make it through, and then we'll get right back to that on the back end. And oh, um, it's, it's that time of year where there are a lot of folks who um, are enjoying the holidays, but some of us are, are struggling through because we're missing loved ones who are not with us this time around. And um, the Leo, you, you guys put together a really, I mean, it's an amazing track um, called Miss Y'all. Tell us a little bit about that track. Yeah, Miss Y'all was the joint I did um, with Papa G. Um, it was produced by uh, my man Dante Elder. Um, we was just uh, listening to the track. We were going through a couple tracks for the VA Intersection album that we did, and um, and we came across this one, and this is, this is exactly, you know what I'm saying, what, what just came off. We just started freestyling to it, came up with a hook immediately, just, you know, kind of zoned to it. So, But, yeah, this is basically for, you know, people who got somebody that, 
like you said earlier, this it ain't it ain't here now. You, you was just with him, and this is just that that final salute right here. All right, here it is, the Leo with Michelle.
Did we really, really miss y'all? Yeah. Just thinking about the times we had. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we really, really miss y'all. Did we really, really miss y'all? Realization 
that wow, you know, I, I deserve better than this, you know. So I think you just need to find your way back home. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, they all come from a personal stance. And and you mm-hmm. mentioned soap opera. It's funny because yeah. I have videos on YouTube, and I'm sure I don't know if you saw them, but they're a part of Michael Darius's musical soap opera of, of these video shorts oh, really? that we shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't see them. Al. No. I'm sure that you did. If you mm-hmm. go on YouTube. And you uh, type in Michael Ayers' musical soap opera. You'll there are four chapters um, that we did that were kind of like in tandem. We did the Mind Tonight trailer, and we did um, Do You Still, which had poetry by my boy, um, nationally renowned uh, deaf poet and uh, just phenomenal poet extraordinaire. Zero chance of zero. Skidmore, uh, chapter three. This is the night, um, and all of them feature my my friend Andrea Scott and. Um, of the chapter fours uh, that we had with the comedian Howard Hall, myself, and, and the other players. Um, we all shot it. One person crew shot it. My boy Sean, I edited it. I did all the posts, everything on it. And if you go on YouTube, you type in Michael Lairs' musical soap opera, you'll find all four of those. And it's funny you mentioned that. I love the story, <laughs> and I love hiking drama, and I want to bring that right. type of feel back yeah. to R&B a little bit, man. And, and they're right. just short. They're about maybe no longer than five minutes. I think the longest one is. But um, no, I think maybe ten minutes at the most. But yeah, man, you you would you should definitely look into it. You would never think that only two people did all the work on this stuff. Really? Oh, that's awesome. And you know, Nia just called in. Uh, welcome back to the show, Nia. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, Michael? Oh wow! And you know, it's funny. He just mentioned poets too, and we've got our spoken word artist extraordinaire, Nia. <laughs> How are you been? I'm good. How are you? All is well. Oh, right. You know, and um, you um, were involved with the Deaf Poetry or some contest that was along that lines as well that really kind of launched your career from being a former Philadelphia district attorney to a spoken word artist. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I won a Power 99 FM Deaf Poetry contest um, shortly after uh, making the transition and accepting the words um, that sort of were coming to me. I feel like I'm the conduit for the words that have come through me. And um, and sent the poem in, and they um, accepted the poem, and I went on air and I was able to present that, and it was just as I was beginning to write, um, so that was a blessing. Mm. Um, I want to I want to take the time. I've been listening in. And I wanted to take the time to say to the artist, I want to commend you for staying true to the message, for stepping out in faith, uh, to use your voice, voices. Um, to put real important messages out there, I, I really, really um, appreciate that. I'm grateful for that, and um, and and then uh, on top of that, giving it away, you know, for free, which is something that I've, you know, been called to do with my work. I give away free books and CDs, and I give away more than I probably take in, and um, just really important to get the message, whatever the positive message is out there. So I want to commend you for that. Thank you so much. Just appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, and Nia, you did get a chance to hear the track, right? I am the 99? Okay, Mm -hmm, awesome. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what did you think of that? I think it's absolutely awesome. (laughs) Very very well Uh, done, awesome message. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. And and the courage. What did you say? I was just going to say the courage to... To to do your your own project like that is just... It's truly commendable because we know what that is. So, you know... I I, I thank you for that. And... and, um, I'm sure you as a poet already understand, because, I mean, I'm a full former poet. My soul is never a former poet. I still do. But, I mean, you as a poet, I know that there's a the strong pull to go towards just all the love poetry, but then also, you know, 
you got to be able to mix in your message and everything like that and, and speak to things greater than that. And I know that you do. I can feel that in your spirit that you do. I mean, and it's not the most popular thing, you know, all the time, but, I mean, you, you just you can't deny certain feelings when they come up, you know. So I'm just, I'm just being obedient to the spirit. That's all that is. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, anyone would, would find something that they identify with in it, man. And I just, I'm thankful for it. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Michael would tell you, um, Mike, that um, I yeah. write very few love poems, actually. I'm really yeah. more of a radical kind of revolutionary sister <laughs> when it That's comes good, to the writing. I, I, yeah, I just picked up some, some old journals. I have over 40 journals. I've just been focusing on writing in the last couple wow. of years, and I picked up a journal that um, had some some stuff in it that was like, wow, what, you know, I, I wrote this, and I need to, I'm committing those things to memory now because they're really it's almost it could go really hand in hand with 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 I am the ninety nine. It's it's really 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 powerful. So um, yeah, yeah, few few love poems. Few and far between. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, um, why don't we give them a taste? Because the last time we were on, we didn't have anything pre-recorded of yours. But yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and um, we'll, we'll check out lawyers and describe. I like that one because it pretty much describes your journey and who you are and who you've become in your process. Oh, that's vintage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Vintage is good Attorney IB, yeah, heck yeah, that's me, educated in this here society, temple bred and spiritually fed in Philly, yeah, Philly, Philly, y'all, temple bred, there I was led to start my journey for the truth, you see, I went to the temple for the truth, symbolically, literally, angel she was, opened my eyes to the process, legal process of this justice system. On my back, there they stood with their lack of truth precedent. A lie that sent us back to jail. Truth to derail. But you didn't follow what you call precedent. You just lent your own bent lies. Dictum, Latin for lying thumb. Differentiate between dictum and holding to hold on to your lack of precedent. No man-made exam can test. God's advocacy is the best. Justice, there is no justice, no balance, and no chance. Yes, this little black girl, Chester Pearl, just south of Philly girl, a country Philly Pearl from your so called ghetto. Yeah, little skinny black girl, Chester Pearl. And I'll say it out loud, Chester, and I'm proud. Got your knowledge of your ways. When I praise your ways, when I glaze the truth. See, your founding father landed his foot on that town. Try not to frown, that was the ground that bred me, and that is why I see the history of the place from where I be. To shame for so many years through the tears of where I'm from, cause you turned where I'm from, the town from which you come, the town from which you came, the town in which Dr. Martin Luther King was trained, into a crack infested, four square miles attested, my people arrested in the mind, will not find peace until I uncover the truth of this here congested with more than four governmental projects projected for destruction, corruption of the perfect location of buildings of old but the truth untold. Can't remember the memories of the past, oh no, they do not last because alas, what have you done? See, this is a poem, a poem about him, you know the man. This is about his system, his justice system, just 
his system for him. Systematic, programmatic, dogmatic, shackles of the mind, dogmatic, just his system, according to his story. See, he wasn't even smart enough to see that what it was named and how it was famed would grow up and claim exactly what it is, his story, a lie. Because other things do exist, because we did resist, because it didn't happen that way, seize the day. I will not be part of that system. And the law, that's me. But I refuse to be his attorney. Attorney means license to practice no justice, no peace, time to release the truth. Lawyer roll call, y'all Randall, humble man of peace. Refused to eat for a while, won't smile next to me. You ate your meal, for Mandela made a deal. All the while, kept it real. Harvard trained, revolution gained. Refused to practice in the traditional sense, no coincidence. Jesse, I remember the day I stumbled over my words to say thank you for coming to Penn State on that date to get hope, and that was great. Across my path they came, no need to blame coincidence, it only makes sense. See, it was meant to show me the way, the way that I went, my time and my money spent so that I could see and know the law, y'all, compare it to God's law, y'all. I'm a lawyer, as inscribed, no time to bribe, not part of man's plan, but part of God's hand, his holy plan. See, Jesus spoke prophetic sayings, riddles of the spiritual mind. He spoke against the establishment, established hell-bent on lies. He wanted no part of that establishment of hypocrites, of Pharisees, of Sadducees. It's Sadducees, the hypocrisy, hypocrisy. quite a bit her poetry and everyone always asks me when I go online after the show who was that <laughs> I like that she broke it down with Jesus and everything oh when, we, oh, when she went into that I was through yeah that was, that was pretty much the match yeah yeah and um, well, everything everything that she does she, she puts this intensity and power into it I mean she just shuts you down and grabs your attention and, and you're listening and learning and um yeah, you know being right. fed as well as you know being inspired to, to yeah. you know to act on the message it, it's just unbelievable exactly. yeah hey man not not everybody got not every poet got the ability to be able to do that you know and not every not every artist has the ability to be able to teach and make it that interesting like that so wow i'm 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 blown away man. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate that affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I, I would like to do is, um, I would like to have us all back on the show and um, talk a little bit about this movement as well, and um, just to um, redress some of the things that are going on because it's a critical phase right now that the weather may cause this all to diminish. I don't know how long they can continue to um, bear the cold, the way they're living. But uh, the movement somehow has to survive and it has to sustain itself, and everyone's looking to see how that will occur. So, well, you know, it's, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because they were talking about I forget her name over in Virginia when um, they recently had you know some problems with the police because of the same thing. The movement has to, of course, has to step onto a larger platform. And and the truth of the matter is, is that even with the places that are being occupied, the actual you know folks that, you know, supposedly the the movement is to target, 
They really, they really aren't like you know occupying and really you know targeting those places directly like you know they they tried to initially, you know on Wall Street. Uh, when they did though, they met a lot of stiff resistance, so that's the reason why they ended up going to the park like they did and it spread. But it's going to have to move, you know, to you know higher forms, you know, of, of as far as protest, and it's going to have to go into the actual places where these folks are. So, I mean, the cold makes it difficult for them being outside and in mass the way that it has. But it, it movement's still going to grow. It's going to move to the second phase. It has to. It has mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And what do you think about that, Nia? Have you been following this as well? I have been following. I have. And um, I think it's, um, you know, I, I, I'm i thinking big, largest scope. I'm thinking just where we are in time and um and just and just being just being, being very watchful as well. Mm. So, um yeah, and it's, it's the funny thing is it is really I was looking back at some of the um some of the old poetry I wrote about four or five years ago in my latest release and I was just thinking, Wow, um you know, it's just uh um it just seems like some things are just inevitable. And so I'm just very, very um you know, watchful of it and just um yeah, I, I guess you know it's, it's it's very powerful to me when I think about you know Gil Scott Heron and um, and his his work and some of his um, his message and his music and his poetry and he just mm. talked about um, he he had one um, song that just said what happened to the protests and raids, you know what happened to the what happened to the people standing up what happened to you know all of that and then you know the brother passed away and then this movement you know. Just he didn't. I don't even know if he really. I think the timing was such that you know he didn't even really see this you know coming. And I just thought you know just looking at it like you know this is um, time for you know we the people to really you know have a say. And um, I was also um, reading today. Uh, I stepped back into the words of Dr. Martin Luther King um, Jr. And so I was reading um, a little bit of um, a testament of hope. And the brother was just, oh, my gosh, just prophetic and intelligent. And, I mean, just so many things that, you know, um, you know, and just looking back at some of his words and and just his speeches and some things that were just released after, you know, after he passed, it's just like, wow, you know, we, we're at a point, you know, in time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm just yeah. – I have been I've been watching it, following it, and you know I'm you know, at the point of transition in my life to really embrace the arts, you know, as, as much as I possibly can. The artist in me, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't know if you know, but I gave like my three months notice. <laughs> like, mm. you know, yeah, but just take a step mm. in faith and just step out there and really embracing, you know, the words, the message, and just allowing God to lead me, you know, in purpose. Mm. So yeah. <clears throat> Well, we we definitely have to catch up again real soon, and um, we'll definitely have to try to put this together. And um, we were actually going to do one more track because we are at um, seven minutes left in the show, and and I wanted to um, feature um, some other music other than the first track we played. Um, we were talking earlier, Michael, about mine tonight, and um, you you gave us a, a <laughs> interesting. Um, description of what led you to write this this particular song and, and what it means. Go ahead and give us that again and we'll go right into it. Hello, Mike? Time in my oh. life where I was being reckless and I didn't care about being the other guy or not being the other guy. I just 
knew that I saw someone and I wanted her. And, uh, you know, she came to me and she basically, when we were talking, she said that she had a man. Her man wasn't with her then. And I was like, well, hey, you can be his forever, but you got to be mine tonight. You know, and it was it was a dumb line, but it ended up working. And uh, <laughs> the song actually, uh, you know, just it came about from there when I thought about it, you know, because, I mean, that relationship went sour. But, I mean, that's that's all it is. It's just a, it's, it's, it's a song for, for the night. Let's put it like that. It's a song for the moment. You know, no, no matter how it is. Now, is this the one that you are on with Michael Thick? I mean, um, Robin Thick as well. Yeah, Robin Thick is on the background vocals of this. He's it's listed officially on iTunes. They, I didn't get the feature credit on it because you know, without him doing lead parts, they wouldn't even list it as as featuring Robin Thick. Shows how shows how important Atlantic Records thinks at the single is or how, what they think about it. But um, I couldn't even get a feature credit on it from him, man. So, uh, wow, But, wow. yeah, you can't mistake his voice when you hear it on background vocals. Who's that? Who's that, Moses in the background? No, it's not right <laughs> you know? I mean, that, that's the 12th disciple? No, it's, it's, it's Robin Thicke. I mean, come on. Is it Gary Coleman? No, it's Robin Thicke. But, I mean, you know, it, it, it's the politics of the, of the record industry and the politics of the record label um, I mean, I'm basically really getting pushed into the shadows so that another group can be pushed forward, and they are just throwing me out there just to say, okay, but well, we put the single out, but come December 31st, we'll be parting ways, and I'll be moving on to greener pastures. So it is what it is. But, hey, people are getting on it, and it's spreading a little bit. So, hey, you know, it is what it is. It'll do what it does, man. Mine's All right. All right, we'll we'll play that, and then when we come back, we'll take a short exit, and then we're going to play um, I'm the 99 again to close out the show. Hey, appreciate that, man. All right.
Wow, man. Your production is so clean, man. It's crazy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Really it is, man. My boy with the Jones, he uh, actually co-produced that cut with me, man. Uh, we 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 just uh, we in in the lab all the time producing stuff, man. Every day. So um, if you guys like it, then thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And um, you know. I mean, you could probably um, help a lot of folks out with the production they do on PCs, man, because you, apparently you got the skills, man. <laughs> and um, hey, man. You, you definitely have to share because um, we were talking earlier and you were giving me the, the lingo and the jargon and the technical stuff on um, what you're doing. When we, we do shows like that, and so we have to really um, do a nice little roundtable and discuss some things. And maybe, um, you know, you could become a consultant for some of these folks that are out there trying to do hey, what man. you do, you know, man. You know what? I would I would absolutely love it. Desktop recording has brought things up to an, an even playing field. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hardware stuff that people use in, in big-name studios where they have the SSL and these consoles and a whole lot of different you know, hardware and effects, but plugins have really made it so that, you know, analog to digital algorithms from UAD, URS, um, you name it, makes it so it's more of an even playing field where you can get the same type of sound. It, it really just mm-hmm. comes down to your knowledge of how to use these things, how to use compressors, how to use EQs, how to build a, a better mix, trial and error. I mean, you know, for me doing mixes, it took me a year of teaching myself how to mix and how to master, and then getting better plug-ins and getting better at it. All I do, 24/7. So you you got to mm-hmm. get better at it, man. Just education and constantly doing it, you know. And 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 of course on YouTube, everything from a Pensado's place, which Dave Pensado, one of the top mix engineers in the game, he, he has a show where he shows you tips and tricks, and he interviews wow. other major in the industry wow. to tell you what they do and mm-hmm. different tips and tricks, and it's just about actually doing it, you know. That's awesome, man. Hey, look, Mike, um, I, I really appreciate you hanging in there, especially with us struggling through our technical difficulties and everything, and we want to oh, have man. you back on again real soon, man. You know, I'm down at the Occupy um, D.C. protests um, two or three times a week. I'm picking up footage, taking pictures, and posting that stuff. Uh, I'm doing it so much that I don't even have the time to to post everything. Uh, I'm putting it on my website, FordhamImages.com, as well, adding it to the same gallery. But I'm definitely going to be picking up some interviews as well, and um, I'll tell you offline the reason why I haven't done that up until this point. But, um, yeah, uh, this has been a great show, man. I really appreciated you um, being as open and sharing the way you have about what you feel um, about music and about everything in general, man. So, you know. No, no problem, man. And shout yeah. out to the other artists that, that allowed me to be able to talk and, and converse with uh, with everyone and to, you know, to take a, a big gift, man. I love to be able to hear what other artists are doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and please, by all means, you know, go to YouTube, watch the I-99 vid, now um, click the SoundCloud link, download it, and since you're out there on the in front lines like I've been, then please, by all means, play it to folks, spread it, you know, let people know that. You know, there's another take. We have more than one anthem that we got artists that are behind um, everyone, you know. Please do. All right. And we're going to go out with this now. And um, just thank you very much. And, Nia, thank you for calling in. We appreciate you for popping in for a minute. And um, we'd love to hear from you again real soon. And Michael, Absolutely. Um, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know you were still there. Who did we lose? We lost someone. <laughs> okay. Leo? Oh, the Leo is gone. Okay. Oh man, I want to say I'm related to him, man. Leo, if you're still listening, man, thanks for the great stuff, man, and you as well, me. I enjoy your stuff immensely. 
Oh, thank you. Awesome, awesome. Okay, guys. And uh, we'll go out again with um, Michael Ayers with I Am The 99.
Well, that's it. Uh, special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman. This has been Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.